listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Oh, it's Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. So as we linger on with this coronavirus, let's keep you updated. Hopefully keep you laughing. It's a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. So there are several different coronavirus variants now as uh, viruses tend to mutate over time. The first variant that was noticed in the U.K., Britain, if you will, has now been detected in over 70 countries, according to the World Health Organization, which means it's spreading. It's spreading. Yep. Good news is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is expected to be approved in the not-too-distant near future, so we'll have three vaccines in the field in the not-too-distant near future. That would be a good thing. Hey, Mark. Yeah. What does Geronimo say when he jumps out of a plane? What does Geronimo say when he jumps out of a plane? Me! (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that movie. Yeah. All right. So maybe we can help squash a conspiracy here. Okay. Hank Aaron did not die because he got the coronavirus vaccine. Yeah, well, that was yesterday I saw the report. The officials believe. They believe it. They're not sure, but they believe it. he didn't die. He died of natural causes. Hank Aaron was 86 years old. It was time. Yeah, I mean, he he played professional sports for 25 years. More than that, probably. Um, You know, all told, his body had been pretty beat up. So, yeah, he had gotten the coronavirus vaccine. He was trying to be an example for the black community, which is, is traditionally more skeptical of vaccines. And more susceptible right now yes. you, know, you know statistically more fatal so he was trying to set an example by getting the vaccine but he did not die from the vaccine despite that i'm sure many will walk to all ends of the flat earth yes. to spread this yes, rumor of course they will yes but it's not true all right hey did you hear that the ceo of ikea was just elected president of sweden i did not hear that yeah He's having a little trouble putting his cabinet together though Oh, no. Boy, yeah. All right, well. A rural medical center in Georgia is now suspended from the vaccine program in Georgia because essentially they took care of their staff before everybody else. Oh, yeah. They put everybody in front. They just basically said, hey, us before you. Department of Public Health there in Georgia has said, "Okay, well, no more, no more vaccines for you guys. You guys can't be, can't be trusted to deliver it the way you took an oath and you broke the oath. So, way to go, you bunch of jerks." How does a cowboy say hello in Germany? How does a cowboy say hello in Germany? Audi. Audi, Audi, Audi. I got gotcha. you. All right, All right. <laughs> I'd like to apologize. <laughs> I tell you what, this is Mark over here, and Paul is on the other side of the control board. Hi. Um, I did not get nearly as much sleep as I had hoped yesterday. 
Yeah, for those that don't know, I mean, obviously based on our schedule, we tend to take naps, and I take yeah. extensive naps in the afternoon. And uh, so, and then I was in a great mood when I left. Right. I was in a yeah, great mood. We, well, we at had, the end of the show, everybody has a great mood. We're in a great mood when we're done well, with work. Well, we had a really fun time on the air yesterday. Yes. We had a, a good meeting afterwards. Mm-hmm. I left here. I was driving to uh, Navy Federal Credit Union because I had to deposit a check. Believe it or not, remember I told you about the water heater that, that started leaking? Yeah. Actually been reimbursed, I think, within two weeks. No kidding. Reimbursed by the insurance company, which is amazing. Wow. Well, you know, it's your day. You probably should go buy a lottery ticket. Everything worked like yeah, clockwork. Yeah, Powerball's in your favor, man. I, I, I stop at Navy Federal. I deposit the check, Good which is you. awesome. I'm like, man, everything is working for me today. I drive home. Yep. I, I see Pat's the dog there. I let her out into the backyard. She pees and poops in the backyard. Oh, look so at like, you. It doesn't get any better. I got nothing to worry about for oh, hours here. So awesome. This is fantastic. Good for you. So I'm like, all right, let me get that much-needed nap. I go upstairs. I walk into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. I look to the left, and there's a big yellow stain on the bed. (laughs) A big yellow stain on the bed. Uh, So, you know, of course, that takes me like... You know, you got to soak the thing. You got to soak it all up with yeah. rags. Mm-hmm. You got to bring the rags up and down. You got to yeah. get the water. You, you yeah. bring up the uh, the stuff. And it, the whole thing takes like an hour trying I, to get the stain out yeah. of the carpet. You got to use Resolve or OxyClean or something well, like that. I, yeah. the, the, the classic part of it is we use a thing called, and I, I, it used to work much better on our, our other dogs back in years past. It's a product called Nature's Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a red, uh, comes in a red bottle. Yeah. yeah. White, white bottle with red lettering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe I just haven't been paying attention but it just doesn't seem to work as well as it used to but i i use that on the whole thing i soak it up and everything and then you got to pour the nature's miracle on it right and and it has directions believe it or not the first line of the directions on nature's miracle are do not apply directly to pet wait what i kid you not (laughs) do not apply directly to pet wait what which means somebody did it at one point in what, time. What do you do? Do you, you go there and you blot the pet's <laughs> rear end? Or, you know, you got you know, a cute Q-tip on the tip of the, just, just the tip, just for a second? Yeah, that's not the problem. That's no. always going to be a problem. Yeah. You'll never get that not to smell. Yeah, if you put that, I was, no, I was just, you put the nature's miracle on your dog, does that mean they never go to the bathroom ever again? What is, what was the logic behind uh, that stupid move? So, anyway, I, I played... <laughs> I I never was tempted to apply directly to pets. No, it's never even occurred to me that somebody would do that. So I cleaned it up, and I found out this my wife... This is why we can't have nice things. My <laughs> wife had forgotten to text me. It was actually vomit. Oh. Which was, of all the choices, that's the best choice right there, actually. Yeah, It yeah. leaves the least amount of smell. And um, dogs, even though they do find, they, have, they tend to, to vomit in the same place, it's not smell-based. It's not like it's a, you know, they right. just, it's more routine than smell. And this is in our bedroom. She oh. sleeps in the bedroom with us at night. So yeah. had she started peeing in the room as a habit, yeah. holy crap, would we be in trouble. Yeah. The worst part about it is now you have to sleep with sneakers on. Hi, this is Israel. It's time for Tamai Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Brendan from Mesa on the phone, and he's going to try and win here. Brendan, we'll give you a Spanish phrase. Then you have to translate it, but we do help you with three choices in English. Can you do this? Sounds great. Let's give it a shot. Wow, I like the confidence, Brendan. Here comes your Spanish phrase. 
Sabes que estás gorda cuando abrazas a un niño y se pierde. Did you hear that? Um, can, I, can I hear it one more time? Sure can. Sabes que estás gorda cuando abrazas a un niño y se pierde. All right, Brendan, does that phrase translate into this? A, I spent years looking for my ex-girlfriend's killer, but no one would do it. Oh, jeez. B, being adopted at birth will make it difficult to enjoy lap dances for the rest of your life. Or C, you know you're fat when you hug a child and it gets lost. Which one is it? I'm going to say yes. Or in Spanish, C. C. Well done. Nice, nice job, job with your part, Brendan. <laughs> You've won. Hang on the line. Right. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Here's a weird thing, Mark. I uh, I went out to my mailbox, and as is often the case, uh, because I rent a house, I will occasionally get an envelope that is handwritten to me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's usually somebody, you know, saying, hey, if you want to sell your house for all cash, one of those types of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Phil Schaefer will do if yep. you want to sell your house for cash, right? So, I, you know, those are the ones, like, when I'm going through my mail all the time, I'm like, ooh, handwritten to me. I know it's probably junk. But I should probably check it out in case I do know who this person is and they're trying to get in touch with me about something. So I brought it into the house yesterday and I opened the envelope and, and I slide it out and it says, hi, my name is, and I'm going to keep her name out of it. And I'd like to talk to you about the kingdom of God. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses are, they're just mailing you now. They're not even, they don't even show up at the door. Well, and I'm can. thinking it's COVID. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. So I was setting like, up appointments at the coffee shop. Yes. That's yeah. the whole point is I get this thing. It's like, I'd like to talk to you about the kingdom. I was like, you got to be wow all right well i don't i don't know you and like and it's wow. not, they're not even using like you know the what is it uh next door you know the neighborhood apps they're not using they're not spamming you on right on facebook right. i mean they're old school i mean i guess because it's jehovah's witnesses they're not really they don't embrace technology uh, i think that I is think, one I of think the that's one, yeah, yeah I think that's and one i don't big, know I'm, again i don't either. i'm ignorant on that kind of stuff yeah, so i don't yeah. really know you know but i don't think any religion now could go to door could go door to door because you know they're they're being careful right i it's mean it's interesting that you say that even if you can pedal i was gonna say it's, <laughs> i haven't seen any of those beautiful mountain bikes in my neighborhood right and the which by the way the white shirts yeah, and the black pants it begs the question and again forgive my ignorance but i know that there are more than two mormons here in the valley um Do you guys get a deal on those bikes? How very inappropriate. Thank you. No, I'm serious. Like, it's there's actually a good I mean, question. I mean, I don't know. Is there, is there like, is that, a, is like Desert Industries, do they make bicycles too? I, I mean, I, I, okay. Serious I mean, it's question. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm thinking to myself, I mean, there are so many, that's such an, a, a common transportation. I would think somebody, hey, look, if somebody was smart, some mountain bike company, some street bike company, right. some, you know, beach cruiser would bike company. Would do a bulk thing. Would do a bulk thing and offer them, you know. Well, I mean, I mean uh, okay, a, couple, a legitimate question here. Yeah, I mean, that's and what I'm saying. You, and if you're a Mormon, by all means, give a, give us a call and help us. If you're a Jehovah's Witness, obviously you're not using technology, so <laughs> that's not the, happening. The bicycles, are they yours or are they provided by the church? Do they belong to the church? Do you lease them? Is it like a cab? Do you have to have a, a hack, like a little right. metal or something like that? Yeah. I, and, Do you sign them out? Are they serial number tracked? Okay, here's another question. Is there GPS on that so they know that you're actually going through the neighborhoods and doing your, your mission? If you can't ride a bike, 
Are you, you allowed to stay in the church? Are you? Can you do your mission? <laughs> Isn't it? Now, I okay. I, like I said, I'm ignorant. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm ignorant on this stuff. But this my understanding is, so wrong. is my understanding is you do the bicycle stuff. You're and I think it's a door to door. You're talking to people yeah, about you your religion. The door, yeah, you, and then you, you go on. That's your mission. Your mission yeah. Well, that's part you of your mission, mission right? after, right? Or it's a. Dom- I think they have to do a domestic thing for- again. I don't know, and I feel yeah. stupid even talking about it. I you apologize. do something locally, and then you do something either somewhere else in the country or, or overseas abroad or whatever yeah, yeah. it might be. Yeah, which is all probably hindered now by COVID. And do you have to take your bike with you and check it on the plane, or do you get? <laughs> are you issued a bike when you land in another country? Who gives you the helmets? We have questions. I- and seriously. I know. It's, yeah, it's, I'm not trying to be yeah. a jerk. I mean, these are like... It's 480-470-KSLX. We're actually showing interest in an alternate religion, a different religion. And how COVID has affected it. Yeah. Oh, we're getting schooled here. This is yeah. great. Well, um, you know, education is important. It's a never too old to learn. You know, like like you were, you were just talking to somebody, you know, these are questions actually that do pop up in your head. And you never really get a chance to ask them sometimes because you do see, let's face it, we joke about it because it's a stereotype because it's true. You do often see pairs of, of I think it's usually just guys, right? Um, I, I don't know. I don't Riding know. around don't know. with white shirts, black pants, bicycle uh, helmets on their bicycles. And, little and little name tags. Jesus, Sir Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. They're doing their Mormon mission. Yeah. So, And we don't know about that. I mean, again, one of the keys to understanding is inquiry. Yes, yeah, so and sometimes it's awkward. We we have a gentleman on who who's done his Mormon mission and so forth years ago. And all right, the first question is: do the, Does the church provide the bikes to you? The church does not provide them. Wow! And ir- ironically, there was a company that tried to do some kind of cool oh mission bike. They were the worst pieces of crap ever. <laughs> so you guys are even snobs about it? Somebody hands you a free bike and you, I mean, you have to, here's the thing. You've got to buy your own bike. The church doesn't provide the bike. Somebody offers to provide the bike and you're like, no, thanks. No, 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 no. They weren't provided. Oh. They were, like you said, like they were trying to do some bulk. Oh, you know, this one's $50 less than the super awesome. Okay. Wow. You know, triple throwdown gizmo. What did you ride? What kind did you ride? Was it like a Diamondback with mono shocks and? No, I rode a Trek that had no suspension whatsoever. Well, uh, you do have to suffer for your religion sometimes. Okay, it's sacrifice. so when you are on the bikes, you're going house to house. Am I right about that? Um, pretty much. You're okay. Usually, park the bike somewhere, tie it up to a or chain it up to a pole or wherever you can. Yeah, house if you know somebody. Has anybody ever stolen one of your bikes? Ironically, one of my, uh, we call them mission companions, my companion actually had his bike stolen, and mine was enough of a piece of crap, they didn't steal mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, you got to be the lowest form of life to steal a Mormon's yeah. bike when they're on their mission. All right. You know, you'd think, but no, they're surprisingly lower, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to be disagreeable, but I think that is a pretty low thing to do. Somebody's well, out there doing their doing their mission, and you just steal their bike. It's low. There are worse things you can do. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just, thinking, I'm just thinking to myself, like, if you're thinking about stealing bikes, which yeah. in and of itself is a stupid endeavor. You're, you're a jerk to do that. But you're thinking to yourself, here's these guys who are walking around preaching peace and tolerance and love and acceptance and, you know, trying to get people to make a better world. And you're like, let's take their bike. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, Scumbag. It's, it's not good. But it, it, you think about coronavirus and the impact. When the two guys are riding next to each other, they have to maintain physical distance. So they must flip a coin. Who gets the bike lane and who has to ride in traffic? <laughs> 
I have visions of them pulling up right next to each other like Ponch and John and Chips. <laughs> and we we did ask a guy, what happens if somebody can't ride, a, if they don't know how to ride a bike? He goes, well, they do their service or their mission in, in an area where you would not need a bicycle. So, I mean, respectfully, I, I guess that's on the questionnaire. Can you ride a bike? If the answer is no, you're walking, kid. Okay, so... <laughs> I think we've learned a little bit this morning. <laughs> you know, we had a beautiful break from the weather yesterday, but today it looks a little bit cloudy and, and damp and, and dank and yeah. dreary. So why not a little uplifting news about somebody who acted like the fool yeah. and was deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day? All right, then. I'll tell you what. Who knew things could get so crazy in Altoona, Pennsylvania? Ah. But 36-year-old Terry Fornari Jr. Fornari, get in here. Made sure it got crazy last week. This was just one week ago today. Okay. Terry was driving in a condition where he should not have been driving at all. My guess is Terry was lit. Yes. His poor driving caused him to get pulled over. And seeing as how he was drunk, Terry decided to pull away from the scene. Sure, why as, not? As, Felony invasion. Yeah, you makes know, sense. Officers approached the car, and that mm-hmm. was his chance. Yep, that's going to get a little bit of a you. head start. Yep, that and always that, ends well. That started a wild, multiple vehicle, multiple mile chase. We're talking. You know what we're talking about here? We're talking about hot pursuit. Is what we're talking about here. Amazingly. Terry ran only one red light during this entire escapade. No kidding. Yeah. He did, however, run 12 stop signs. Well, how many stop signs equal a red light? I think uh, I think, I think, think one for one. I think it's yeah, a one for one thing. Much. I think red and stop signs are yep. they're sort of synonymous with each Luckily, other. Luckily, nobody was hurt, but that's yeah. a lot of stop signs to run in one day. I would think so. Uh, Terry must have gotten tired of driving at some point, so he pulled into a driveway and took off running. An officer was able to track him down and tackle him. Terry's got his court date set for February 3rd. Now, let's run it all down, shall we? Oh, you get the list of charges, the infractions? Well, this is obviously going to be a DUI charge. I would think so, yeah, if they can prove it, and they probably can. That will make five for him altogether. Well, you know, that's a full house is what that is. So... The last DUI Terry got, what do you think that resulted in? Uh, let me guess, this uh, lifetime suspension of his license? A uh, suspended license, at yeah. least for a period of time. I which... would think four was enough yeah. for you to lose it for the <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. I know there's a three strikes rule in some states. I don't know that Altoona, Pennsylvania is one of them. Yeah, he was driving on a suspended license. Of course he was. Suffice to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when you get, if you're stupid enough to drive drunk, the threat of suspending your license is really non-existent. Who in, cares? In the cup holder of Terry's car... Was an open beer. Uh-huh. What kind? On, on the passenger seat was an entire case of beer. Nice. Of course, minus a few. Yeah. Yeah. Is Altoona close to Pittsburgh? Uh, Altoona's semi-close to Pittsburgh, about so an hour a, and a half away. So he's a Yinzer, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the craziest part, this all happened at 9.30 a.m. Awesome. Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wow. Yep. That was last Thursday morning. Congratulations. The early bird catches the buzz, as yeah, they I would say. Think so. yeah. Yeah. Do they say that? <laughs> Terry Fornari Jr. No doubt made Terry Fornari Sr. very proud with all this stuff. And he is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Matthias from the Scorpions. That was a beautiful story you just told. Yes, it was indeed. And the dumbass of the day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at ridenow.com. 
very kind of a strangely eventful day yesterday as I was driving home. Yeah, you were really busy yesterday. On my way to find out that the dog had thrown up all over the carpet. Congratulations. Yeah, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, quite an experience on the 101 yesterday. How you know, so? We, we both kind of take the same way. We hit at, head out of here, 202 East, 101 South, and, and we head home. Yeah. And, I mean, not together, but, you know. Right. But uh, one of the overpasses... Not it was it was just north of the Broadway Road overpass, and I think it was either a you know for a train or else a walking bridge. Okay. Um, I looked up and I saw a sign that was attached to the fencing that is on any overpass. You know the the, the chain link fence, which is technically not legal. You're not it's not legal to post signs up there, but people do it all the time. They, well, this was an important message. Which was it was Jesus gives eternal life. Wow. That was on. Did you feel it? Did you feel the Holy Spirit as it entered you? You know, I got to tell you, it was at least a very professionally made sign. It wasn't handwritten. It wasn't, you know, you know, like some guy cheesily stenciled it at home. Mm -hmm. It was a professionally made sign. Which okay, I saw that. I was like, I thought of Jesus going into fast signs to see what kind of deal he could get. How many does he want? Twenty? Does he want forty? How much of the valley does he want to cover? I think what you're saying is you found the actual of the sign Jesus saves when he gets a great deal at Fast Signs. <laughs> I thought it was such a strange place to put a sign like that. It, does he give eternal life? Because I could find out if I spend too much time looking up and reading it because I'm on the 101. And if you do crash into the person in front of you, is that considered an act of God? In that instance, it very well might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My question is... Does Jesus grant me 15% off of my auto insurance for slamming into the guy in front of him while reading a sign? Because he's also reading it and he's slowing down to get a better view of it. Yeah. It was so odd. I mean, you know, you get to wonder. Listen, did did I drive under that and go, "Uh, you know what? I'm converted. I was just going to say it. (laughs) Four words on the 101. That was my point. My point was, can you imagine somebody saw that sign, right? And they're about to give their testimony in front of whatever, you know, Christian organization that they're standing in front of that represents Jesus at the moment. And they say, well, what was your was your moment of clarity? What was that moment? <laughs> yes. My moment of clarity was yep. southbound on the 101 mm-hmm. as I went past a meticulously constructed sign <laughs> that advocated the benefits of Jesus. <laughs> can you, you can give me eternal life. Can you give me room to get around this guy in front of me? <laughs> get these guys on the side out of the way so I can pass? So well done, Jesus. It, you know, of course, that sign, mean, that sign means a lot different things here in the American Southwest than it would be in, say, Michigan. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was right at this time yesterday mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. we talked about microbursts, and you said you your term for it was thunderstorm fart. A thunderstorm fart. I believe that we have a gentleman here who says he is a meteorologist. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and what is his name, Paul? Mike Santoro. Okay. He's a he's a he's a, a meteorologist, a certified meteorologist, apparently an expert in weather, and he's here to verify the uh, accuracy of my weather. Okay, what do we got? A little. It's raining men here. It's, it's raining men. Yeah. Okay. Because it could be at some point later on today. We might experience. <laughs> just know that if you are in the valley somewhere and experience a microburst later on, it's nothing more than a thunderstorm fart. It'll be over quick. Um, Mike, uh, I got to ask you, as a meteorologist, 
Paul's term thunderstorm fart, are you saying that it's actually semi-accurate? Well, it's it's certainly funny. I, I like it. I think it's uh, it's very descriptive. Mm-hmm. You know, you get this idea of some sort of explosive movement of air. Um, it's uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this and kind of how you can relate a storm to the digestive system and uh, you know what direction things are moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can think about you know, mm-hmm. and potential damage incurred as well. Well, yes, yes, and but. You know, the microburst, right, is you get, you get a thunderstorm and you get air that's moving up in the thunderstorm to give it the energy mm-hmm. and uh, you get all the rain forming mm-hmm. and then you get all this air at the top of the thunderstorm and then you get this big heavy blob of cold air that falls out of the storm and then hits the ground and bam, you get this big, you know, all this damage, you can get winds. Mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you get this sort of, it's coming out, but it's coming out the same way that it came in. So, I mean, if you want to think about your digestive system, you can continue to get creative on this. All right, so thunderstorm fart is a, is something that would actually be an acceptable meteorological term. And what are your credentials, sir? I studied meteorology um, at a local university, and then I teach geoscience at a local college as well, a different one. So it's uh, science. Yeah, it's science. (laughs) Who, in your opinion, on local television is the most knowledgeable meteorologist? Oh, wow. See, now I don't even know if he's doing it anymore, but I went to school with Dr. Matt Pace. Ooh. And um, and if he's still on TV, he's the one to watch. Let me ask you a question. You're a meteorologist. Why aren't you on TV? Yeah. Isn't that what all meteorologists do? Oh, no. See, in fact... <laughs> you didn't go pro. <laughs> no. Most TV meteorologists are not actually meteorologists. We just sort of let them talk about weather. There are a few, and they do a really good job. But, um, but no, I, I, you know, I studied climate, really, so climate meteorology, and I always... Um, wanted to get into the science of it and the tv stuff so but kind of cute but you find yourself talking about thunderstorm farts on a morning show uh yeah i know it's surreal it's 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 wild i i i never knew that my career would end here (laughs) end is the right term by the way (laughs) mike thank you so much i'm i'm absolutely stunned but you're you're saying Mm -hmm. the term thunderstorm fart not really far off at all is it it could actually apply to microbursts and, you know, the World Meteorological Organization houses a warehouse of meteorological terms, and you could actually send a proposal to them and see if you could get this in there as a real term. That would be awesome. Would you sponsor <laughs> that? Like, if I needed somebody to verify that, a science scientific verification, would you be willing to sponsor that? I'll proofread it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That's awesome, man. Appreciate you joining us. You did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that. He'll proofread it. He's not going to put his name to it or endorse it, but he'll proofread it. All I'm saying is I came up with a legitimate weather term for microburst that is fully descriptive and understandable the first time you hear it. Take it. Run with it. Yep. Thunderstorm fart. Get it into that dictionary or whatever they use. It's mine and I'm keeping it. It's Mark and Neanderthal, and uh, yeah, we've been having fun this week with uh, something that Guido's been putting together for us, our producer Guido, and yeah. it's basically the 
the best sound clips or audio clips of the morning. And and our, our first clip, I believe, has something to do with a, a, a big Hollywood name who we just lost. Right, Guido? Yes, that's right. Cloris uh, Leachman died at the age of 94. Oh. Uh, so we have her most famous scene from Young Frankenstein. is what it was. I am Frau Blucher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, here's oh, the thing. Great. Here's the thing about movie. that. Um, let's dispel a Hollywood uh, uh, rumor, a myth. Frau Blucher had no real meaning. A lot of people think that Blucher meant glue factory or meant glue, and that's why all the horses reacted that way. Right. When, in fact, Mel Brooks just liked the idea of, in all of these Hollywood horror movies, anytime something suspenseful happened, lightning would strike or, or yep. a thunderclap would happen. Yep. So they decided, no matter how far away the horses were, anytime somebody said Frau Blucher's name, the horses would react. Yeah. And that's the whole point, that they were all just frightened at the mention of her name. And, and whether they were right next door or miles away... Horses all heard Frau Blucher, apparently. She was an Oscar winner for The Last Picture Show. She was a regular on Mary Tyler Moore. And she had the first name that sounded most like an antiseptic mouth rinse. Yes. I always I always confused it with Chlorettes, the old uh, the old yes. uh, uh, cough drop. Yep. And then uh, Lavoris. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, that's how you could tell she was 94 because her name was Chloris. Yep. She was a looker when she was younger, too, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Yeah. Good looking. Not, all right. We don't, not uh, many Chlorises out there. No, not. Sure. Too many. Uh, uh, well, clip number two. This is, uh, you know, parents have had their kids at home for quite some time, and I don't believe that they're that they're all dealing with it in the same calm, rational way. Clip number two. Where is this from? It's an angry parent from where? Yeah, uh, the, this is from Virginia. It's a school board meeting. This this guy might be just a tad upset. Maybe. You should all be fired from your day jobs because you're a bunch of cowards hiding behind our children as an excuse for keeping schools closed. Figure it out! Whoa. Or get off the podium! But <laughs> there are people like me and a line of other people out there who will gladly take your seat and figure it out! Wow. It's not a high bar. No. Raise the freaking bar! (laughs) Your time is finished. Can you please leave the room? Thank you. He's not done, though. I'll be back next time. In the next time. To open the freaking school! Yeah, you know what this does is this begs the question is that was decaf actually served outside the school board meeting? You know what comes to mind is the scene from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Listen, I just switched to Sanka, so (laughs) have a heart. I think of that, uh, that, was it Mike uh, Mike Leach, the coach for Oklahoma State? I'm a man! I'm 40! (laughs) All right, clip number three. So we've mentioned this a couple of times this morning. Pamela Anderson got married again. Still married. Still married. As far as we know. A month and a few days. So, Guido, what have you got for us? Yeah, you guys might be uh, a bit shocked to hear Pam Anderson is a hopeless romantic. No. You married, what, four times? Four times. Engaged eight times? Probably more. I believe in love. The marriage part is difficult, but I love the weddings. <laughs> Clearly. I think, yeah, maybe once should have been enough for me. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe once should have been enough for you. Oh, oh, I love that. I, oh, I, I, the marriage part is tough, but I love the wedding. Yeah. Well, you know, golly. Uh, <laughs> weddings, dancing, alcohol, food. What's not to love? Beautiful dresses. You know, they yes. always say you never look better than you do on your wedding day. 
She's done it four times now. And she, yeah. he said engaged eight times, and she said probably more. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was before the, uh, before the most the recent one. wedding. Yeah. That, that interview is from a little while back. <laughs> so this would be this would be married number marriage number five then. Something like that. I mean, who's yeah. keeping score? Yeah. She's not. She my father, if if he were still alive, she would be number seven for him. Yeah. So she's, yeah. Still, she's still an amateur. Yeah, no, that's a, that's really amazing. So all right, great stuff, Guido. Well done. Sound clips will do the same thing again tomorrow and have some fun. One hundred point seven KSLX. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Seasons greetings. Hey dude shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.